0: welcome one and all to the comic multiverse where the worlds of nerd meet as always i'm your host joel and this is matt matt this is our second show back to back we're we're doing it
1: we've just had like our quick five minute breather
0: yeah which which i'm glad i had the idea where it's like you know what let's just breathe we never do this let's actually take a little break ski (laughs) For a whole five minutes, but you know what? We know you people need your show, and because we are dedicated to the cause of podcastery, which is what I guess I'll call it now, (laughs) we're dedicated to it, and we're bringing you the comic multiverse. This is episode... I think this might be episode 49, if I am not mistaken.
1: Ooh, we're getting close there.
0: Geez, we're nearing episode 50, and you know, it's funny, I said, ah, you know, for episode 50, we might do, like, a video thing, or we might <laughs> do, like, another Q&A. Well, guess what? This is turning into a and a episode, too, because I figured it would be quicker than talking about all the comics we read this week, but luckily, because uh, I only did it with an hour before showtime, the fans... You out there listening inundated us with a bunch of really, really awesome questions, so we're probably going to get a chance to read them all if you sent one, so good job, guys.
1: Yeah, we got a lot. We got, like, over 30, I think.
0: We did, man, so apparently 9 o'clock, an hour before we record, was the perfect time to do it.
1: Yeah, everyone, you know, just finished watching The Walking Dead and... Mm. You know, need something good in their life, so...
0: (laughs) I guess so. I'm all fucked up on time, man. I'm still out in the Atlantic provinces. Like, it's only... What time is it here? It's only 8.17 here. It's 10 o'clock back in Ontario, and it's what time in Australia right now? uh 1 p.m. in the afternoon. God damn, we we're just we we're just doing it, man. This is this is the life of international podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> got to figure out all this time, but we're doing it. We're friggin' doing it. On the upside though about doing the show over here is I get to do this show with you, Matt, then I probably get to eat dinner, like get to eat a late dinner.
1: That's cool.
0: That's nice. We're usually cool. when I do this at 10, we're not done till midnight. It's like I'm done, I render and then I just flop down in bed yeah get to do it all over again next week so uh yes believe it or not we do have a smattering of comic book news and movie uh stuff going on to talk about and perhaps one of the most interesting and kind of like shocking stories hit earlier in the week and that is ben affleck opened up about completing his second uh stint in rehab just recently
1: yeah, for alcohol addiction.
0: This is his second time in. He did one before when he was twenty eight and he was just taken off in Hollywood. But yeah, apparently he's been doing a rehab thing all along. And of course, people were quick to make the joke where it's like, oh it's nice to see uh Affleck making better choices, giving up the drink, trying to get out of being Batman. You know, better choices <laughs> for his life.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, Zack Snyder ruined the man. He he took to alcohol <laughs> to yeah, leave the pain.
0: That's the thing. Like, obviously, we don't know. We'll never know but man does that timetable line up like you know like everyone loves to show that meme video it's like oh and have you heard the rotten tomato scores or have you seen the reviews of batman v superman and he looks down all sad and everything what you don't see is the second that video stopped he opened up a bottle
1: (laughs) yeah yeah like joking aside like the timeline for all this is just too like co it's like not coincidence at all
0: w- working on the dc cinematic universe drove a good man to drink how's that everybody
1: it drove an oscar winner to drink
0: also explains his last non-superhero movie huh
1: yeah live by night yeah yeah
0: which is a great concept that didn't work out and it's like oh yeah he was he was battling some demons then wasn't he oh okay
1: yeah
0: <laughs> i mean godspeed to the man glad to see he worked out and here's hoping that everything else can work out but it is just kind of like well that makes a lot of sense
1: yeah everything kind of adds up
0: <laughs> puts it all into perspective for you doesn't also good on him for being brave to not be afraid to admit yeah i had to go to rehab i had to get some help i had a relapse
1: yeah, that was good on him.
0: That happens to a lot of people with addiction. In fact, it's the thing you know. Most people will have a relapse in their life at some point. And the further you go with being clean and sober and everything, the longer and more likely you are to remain clean and sober. So here's hoping if anyone out there is a fan of Affleck and needs some help, here's hoping they see that. Yeah, you can do it. Yeah, you can do it. Says Joel of the comic multiverse. <laughs> no, I'm not quoting Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider's quoting me. <laughs> <laughs> So, moving on from that kind of depressing but kind of uplifting at the same time story to a comic story here. Uh, In summertime, just in time for that new Wonder Woman movie, Steve Trevor is getting a special one-shot issue.
1: I don't know why.
0: No, I don't know why either, man. Also, I wonder how long it's going to be before he starts looking like Chris Pine.
1: Uh, Very soon, probably. (laughs) I'm
0: sure it will be, too. It's funny, Daredevil this week, they brought back Purple Man, and oh, he just looks like David Tennant now. Because <laughs> we hadn't seen him for a bit, and now he's back and looking more tenety than ever. <laughs> maybe, maybe this is where this story ends for Steve Trevor. You know, he sees like you know one of the Greek gods, and they change his face to make him look like actor Chris Pine.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're gonna make you look like an actor, or maybe, maybe like uh, since he's like, who, who's he working for at the moment? Is it Star Labs or Cadmus Ar- or something? Argus or
0: whichever. Argus.
1: One. Yeah, they're like, you got to go undercover as Chris Pratt and infiltrate. <laughs> hollywood that's been taken over by greek gods or something <laughs>
0: we need to change your face did you ever see the movie face off it's gonna be like that chris pine will get your face and you'll get his <laughs> now this uh, one shot it's gonna be written by greg rucka i do believe which makes perfect sense because rucka's writing the wonder woman book right mm-hmm. now which i have sadly fallen off on a bit i want to get back into so nothing else of this story will be in continuity and apparently be pretty important
1: that's cool. I, I, I'm I intrigued what they're going to do, especially since like during this rebirth thing, they've actually made Steve a little bit more important and actually yes. do something.
0: They've done a lot of work rehabbing his character. Sorry not to keep using the word rehab, but they've done a lot of good work with his character, making him useful and making him more than a tagger on in the Wonder Woman books.
1: Yeah, so uh, it'd it'd be interesting to see what they do with him in this solo series.
0: Totally. Like, I actually like Steve now. We always made the joke before in New 52 how useless he was and how he just kept coming back to do nothing. Yeah. (laughs) Because here's the funny thing about Steve Trevor. Historically, much like Vicky Vale and much like Golden Age, Lois Lane and everything, he was the love interest who needed to get saved from the bad guy. The only difference is, is as time went on, Writers gave Vicky Vale and gave Lois Lane actual characters and motivations and you know actually made them strong assertive women and everything. Steve never got those things because he was a guy and no one gave a crap. Ironically, there was long stretches in Wonder Woman history where Steve wasn't there.
1: Yeah, he was just like not even referenced or he nope. wasn't even in like any other books either. Yeah. He's just gone.
0: And, like, I truly think, like, you know, hey, credit where credit is due for the movie, obviously, because he's going to be in it, they need to bring him back, they need to bring classic Wonder Woman status quo back. I'm just glad Rucka got to do it and actually hammered a character out of the man. Yeah. Yeah. So good on him for that. That should be a good book. If you've been liking the Wonder Woman series so far, I'm sure you'll dig on that. Now, from DC Comics to Marvel Comics, apparently we got a whole new storyline coming down the pipeline that will be affecting the Deadpool family of books, and that is Cable: The Death of Cable? Question mark.
1: Yeah, I guess this is gonna be kind of like an, a new X Men event or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: The uh, the cover for this is perfectly uh, skewing the classic crisis on infinite earth where superman is holding a dead supergirl only it's deadpool holding a dead cable
1: yeah it looks really cool
0: it's it's kind of funny uh there's a lot of interesting theories going on in this one right now it's like well why would marvel want to kill off cable doesn't he have a new book coming out from james robinson right now isn't he going to be in the deadpool sequel why would they want to kill him off
1: are they gonna have like older man cable
0: (laughs) i don't know man he's already pretty old how old would old man cable have to be
1: (laughs) or they're gonna or they're gonna or have they hired someone younger as the movie interesting they want to bring like a younger one back
0: interesting because i mean obviously this is a character connected to time travel and everything so you could basically do whatever you want and get away with it
1: pretty much yeah
0: Uh, like here's the thing i'm actually really excited for that james robinson uh cable book because he's a great writer and i figure if he's writing cable he must have a good pitch for him and i've never been interested in cable before
1: yeah well since it's james robinson i'll probably be reading it as well as as well as thanks to them sort of relaunching all the x-men stuff um but yeah definitely since it's james robinson i'm gonna pay attention to this because he did really good on the um uh the scarlet witch book i kind of fell off on it near the end but it it was really good
0: heck i even like cable now in uncanny avengers because obviously cap left the unity squad behind so cable has become kind of this elder statesman big brother father figure to the rest of the team yeah they're like well you're old so you must know what to do (laughs) you you've got distinguishing gray hair a scar and a metal arm you've you've seen some stuff tell us what to do papa cable (laughs) (laughs) bounce us on your knee and tell us stories of the future yeah the future sucks
1: (laughs) yeah it's pretty shit
0: it's pretty it's pretty crappy also too i don't think i mean they'll probably have to deal with it in the cable book but the whole deal with him his new status quo is that he's stuck in the present
1: oh so like like the younger cyclops and everything
0: well it was something with like chronal drift and everything it happened at the very beginning of uncanny avengers where his little ai buddy was like yeah you're stuck here now but it doesn't seem oh, like okay. he's working very hard on trying to get back to the future.
1: Oh, well, he knows the future sucks, so.
0: I guess so. You know, ah, there's a lot of bad ah, legacy viruses, my brother's strife, all that other stuff. <laughs> Screw that.
1: I, and, and plus, I can see my, my, my father as, like, a
0: kid, which is kind of weird. I can see him <laughs> as a kid, and I can see another dead version of him. Yeah, and our Hitler version. Because apparently we <laughs> X-Men just love to abuse space and time. <laughs> I, I wonder, too, could Killing Cable, could that be like a middle finger spite thing that Marvel is doing to Fox, where it's like, oh, you want to make him a big star? Then, well, guess what? He's dead. Well, see, like, I I did
1: originally think that, but then I'm thinking, well, they're relaunching all the X-Men book. The X-Men are getting all these different books and everything. That That seems like a good thing, like, it doesn't really make much sense to kill him off and to to spite him when they're actually doing something good for the X-Men as well,
0: yeah, because it's like why would you try and kill him when you're launching a book starring him? That would be weird
1: <laughs> yeah, well, as I said, they they might be bringing back like a younger one or or he'll like look like whoever they get to play the the role mm, in the movie.
0: That's likely, and hey, you know there's always the option too that this just could be another classic comic book fake out.
1: Uh, yeah, definitely.
0: Like, Deadpool's involved, they might make, like, a comedy riff on it where it's like, yeah, pff, killing comic characters off, right? <laughs> that's why I love that new Deadpool Till Death Do Us event, because it's just Deadpool mocking how many events Marvel has had recently. Oh, uh, that's great. The joke is, is that, like, the Monster Queen is trying to take over the city and everything, but no one in Manhattan cares. <laughs> They're just going about their business. They're like, oh, monsters are attacking again. Didn't we do this last week? <laughs> yeah take that monsters unleashed <laughs> that's what duggan thinks of your event i'll do it again and not care but yeah so that's cable could be good could be bad yeah. i don't know if it yeah. affects the yeah. books i'm reading i'll definitely check it out yeah definitely and uh, speaking of books we're reading here's a fun one matt remember how much you and i loved that new invaders book ironically also from james robinson <laughs>
1: Oh, it was the best.
0: It really was. Well, guess what? Apparently, we're going to be getting a brand new Invaders team, as well as a special one-shot inside the pages of Secret Empire, and the book is called Brave New World.
1: Ooh, I'm excited.
0: I'm excited about it, too. It's basically like, you know, they had to get the Invaders back together. You know, basically Cap's original team. Yep. To, you know, challenge him and try and fight him and everything. And the makeup of the team actually looks to be pretty cool because they're bringing back some old members and they're also introducing some new members and the idea of it pretty much seems to be to build, like, a united nations of superheroes.
1: Yeah, it it definitely seems really interesting. It seems like they're going with, like, the invaders as well as parts of that um avengers world book i really liked
0: because that
1: was kind of like the united nations of avengers sort Mm -hmm. of thing
0: we got namor who looks to be leading the team which honestly that's pretty cool i always thought namor should lead a team
1: yeah that's pretty cool
0: i always thought he should we got black panther on it yet again another stalwart of both the ultimates and the different avengers teams of course him and namor have had a lot of animosity between them leading all the way back to you know secret wars and everything else yep uh the original human torch
1: yeah yeah uh jim hammond jim he, Hamm- was origi- he was on the original he was on the invaders team uh that james robinson wrote as well yeah he,
0: he was the pov character in that book
1: and it was wonderful he was he, he was
0: he was a robot and a man and he was an agent a shield his costume is great
1: oh yeah it's it's awesome
0: his costume is wonderful i always thought that character should be in more just because his costume is great <laughs> why isn't this dude on agents of shield
1: that's what that's what like i wondered when they were doing the whole lmd thing because we we actually saw jim hammond the lmd in the first captain america it was like a little cameo but like yeah i'm surprised they didn't like bring it back or something you
0: can do the fire effects have a thing where it's like oh yeah we were digging around in shield's basement and we found lmd's mark I. Oh look it's it's hammond everybody
1: yeah, that and and he talks like nineteen twenties gangster sort of thing because yes. because of like his bad like circuitry and whatnot.
0: Yes, he's stuck in time and he can light himself on fire. Love it. Now some of the newer members to the uh, Invaders and this is interesting: Miles Morales, Spider-Man. Damn, man, mm-hmm. you're on a lot of teams.
1: Yeah, that kind of also little bit goes against like what he was doing with the champions how he didn't want to be on a team with adults and with whatnot
0: adults who have ruined the world maybe he won't stay is the thing maybe this is just for the uh just for the event Some one shot like a yeah. one shot for the event and then maybe they'll spin it out uh riri williams Ironheart. okay that makes sense so you know there's at least one other young person on the team both bendis mm-hmm. creations too and yep. uh, the last member of the team uh carol danvers captain marvel
1: yeah very interesting.
0: she definitely has a pedigree and everything so I mean it would kind of make sense for her to uh tag along on this one looks cool Matt and I really like the invaders. I hope everyone buys this book and we eventually get a new invader series
1: yeah i'm gonna I'm gonna have to like catch up on all this like secret empire sort of stuff so I know what's going on i I was probably gonna buy like all the Captain America trades and whatnot
0: That's really all you need to do like if just read the captain america run from nick spencer read the we we we,
1: we should do like a um like a special comic multiverse where we catch everyone up on it
0: yes yes we should we should do a getting to know secret empire or what you need to know matt that's a great idea put a fork in that we're gonna do that when does secret empire start anyway summer it's the summer event i think
1: okay so like yeah end of may or something
0: so we're getting we're getting pretty close to it actually another thing coming out of secret empire this is just a little tack on to that we're going to be getting a new patriot as well
1: yeah i saw that that's pretty cool We haven't seen patriot in a while
0: no no we have we haven't seen any of the versions of patriot in a while yeah i wonder i wonder who this guy's going to be if he's a character we've seen before or if he's someone brand new Mm. I, I thought just at a glance for a second there, I'm like, Oh hey, is that Sam? Is Sam Patriot now? Because if you look at some of the artwork for uh for Secret Empire, Sam isn't wearing the cap colours anymore, like he's wearing his costume but he's taken the flag out of it. Yeah. Which makes a lot of sense, because A, he's leading an underground resistance, and B, you know, he's probably pretty upset with Captain America, so he's like, no, I'm not going to wear your colors anymore. <laughs> you hurt my feelings, what with your secret Nazi empires. <laughs> but yeah, so that's Brave New World, definitely excited for that one. That one, that one went right to the top of my list of uh, tie-ins I gotta read. Yep. furthermore Nick Spencer's saying that uh, these tie-ins are actually really important these one shots he says he's sick of one shots that aren't important and don't serve the story
1: I actually saw that and I'm really glad he said that I, I totally agree with him
0: I agree too don't be a liar about it don't, don't be like Dan Slott when he said everyone needs to order extra issues of the clone conspiracy because it's going to be really important yeah <laughs> don't, don't be that guy Nick Spencer I don't think Nick Spencer would lie about that so far Nick Spencer has been pretty honest on everything
1: Yeah, he seems like a pretty cool dude. He
0: seems like a pretty straight shooter, all things considered. So, moving on from there, we have more movie news here. Uh, Hey, Matt, how do you feel about that Venom guy? Eh. How do you feel feel about that Venom movie they've been trying to get off the ground since Spider-Man 3?
1: I don't. Every time I think of it, I get, like, brain cancer.
0: Me too. Well, guess what? They've dated it. It's going to be October 2018.
1: It's coming up. this is going to be so... Like oh my fucking sony jesus christ
0: you you just got all the goodwill back because you're working with marvel now for spider-man now do you do venom we gotta own venom venom now is time r-rated comic book movies are in anti-hero movies are in it's venom time baby
1: and again, it it just proves the point I made in my R-rated movie video, where I said like a company's gonna be, go out and he's gonna they're gonna see that the R-rated movies are doing well because you know Logan's made like a a trillion dollars and whatnot, mm-hmm. so they're just gonna slap an R rating on any sort of character.
0: Learning all the wrong lessons—that's what movie executives do. learning all the long lessons from the comic multiverse to you like that that's going to be off the new comic multiverse christmas album when we put that together (laughs) also on that album ant-man punching people in the dick hole shrinking real small no villain could stop him (laughs) (laughs) that's that's my pitch for ant-man still marvel (laughs) he's just got to do it one time (laughs) <laughs> so so yeah, apparently twenty eighteen too is gonna be a pretty uh pretty packed up year as well, because we also found out that the Aquaman movie is gonna be pushed back to December twenty eighteen.
1: Yeah, it's definitely being pushed back and again this is we're starting to see stuff like fall apart.
0: Mm-hmm. Fall start, apart, like we, we had back. the
1: Batman did this that was the first thing with the Batman. We saw it being pushed back and then you know, we got the stuff with Ben Affleck, so
0: I, maybe
1: something's going to happen with that movie as well.
0: This is this is what happens when you fly by the seat of your pants. This is what happens when you don't have a plan and people delegating.
1: Also, apparently, they want they want two movies for I think twenty eighteen. I heard. So so to do that anyway, they've got obviously got some movies in quote unquote development, mm-hmm. um, and. To get a movie ready for 2018, they would have to start filming like end of April, beginning of May. Yeah. So, to do that, they would have to again, Suicide Squad situation, write a script in six weeks.
0: And people wonder <laughs> remember, why they, remember what happened with that? <laughs> and people wonder why these movies feel rushed and unfinished. Exactly. It's like, come on, give yourself some time. We can wait. The superhero movie boom doesn't seem to be going anywhere. Just have more respect for your fans and people who pay money. Actually work this out.
1: Yeah, I don't know why they don't just go like, you know what? We're, we're going to do these movies. We're going to do up to Justice League, and then we're going to have like a break and just sort everything out.
0: They're just going to like throw everything at the wall. See what sticks, man.
1: Yeah, and if anything's if anything's going to break the superhero bubble, it's going to be DC rushing too much shit out.
0: And you know, just to add further, you know, uh, you know, further extenuating circumstances to this Aquaman thing, Aquaman in 2018 will apparently also be going head to head with that animated Miles Morales Spider-Man movie that they got coming out.
1: Yep, and also um, since it's apparently coming out in December, they could actually also move the Han Solo movie back Mm. to December,
0: Mm. just to play checkers here. Yeah, and.
1: and you, you know what else? The, the Green Lantern movie that's apparently happening, apparently, they want David Goya to direct I it. I
0: heard that. And to which, again, it's like, do you not learn from your past mistakes, really, guys? <laughs>
1: <laughs> which means he probably would write it as well.
0: You, you, know, you know the guy who basically burned his bridge with all of comic book fandom when he said, you know, only virgins know who uh, Martian Manhunter is
1: yeah meanwhile he's one of the best things on tv at the moment
0: yeah. She hulk is a green prostitute
1: <laughs> she's there to fuck bruce banner
0: yeah no, even though they're their cousins yeah no no goyer no ba- no bad bad goyer bad yeah he just did the
1: spray bottle
0: <laughs> but you know also too I, th- I think it was our buddy mitch who was saying this that you know goyer kind of makes a lot of sense though because he does everything on time under budget and has had his name attached to that studio's biggest genre hits
1: he, he's, he's a yes man.
0: Mm-hmm. And like I said, had his name attached to a lot of their biggest hits. Had his name attached to a lot of crap, too. But, you know, a lot of hits has his name on it.
1: Yeah, but the, then you've got to realize, like, the hits. Like, who else was working on that?
0: Yeah, I think he's... <laughs> like, is... Oh, yeah, go ahead.
1: I was going to say, like, The the Dark Knight. Obviously, we had Christopher Nolan, Jonathan Nolan, all these good people. And then, he, then there's him. It's like, I did something as well.
0: He is the wrong man for the material... He has burned too many bridges with fans. Please do not use Goyer. Yeah. Pretty, 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 pretty please don't use Goyer. Yes, Constantine was good. Yes, he was attached to that. Let him go do something with Constantine. <laughs> <laughs> Did, didn't, weren't we telling a story once like when Goyer was talking about Constantine? Where it's like, yeah, man, he's a rebel. He just, just doesn't care. He smokes. He's got tattoos. He doesn't care. And I'm like, wait, is Goyer describing Constantine or is Goyer describing himself? Does does Goyer think he's Constantine? (laughs) I think Goyer thinks he's Constantine.
1: Dude, I think he's insane.
0: (laughs) Just a little bit. Just a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, please, please don't let Goyer do that. But maybe let this next one actually happen. So apparently there's talks now that Warner Brothers is actually courting Matthew Vaughn for a Man of Steel 2 project.
1: Please. Please, if if there's one thing you do right in this universe that's probably going to get rebooted
0: do this (laughs) here's a guy who will actually also get it done on time and under budget but it will be good and you know what
1: the best thing about it is vaughn did a an interview not too long ago i don't think a couple of years ago where he was talking about superman and the way he talked about it is exactly how you want a Superman movie. He was talking about it, it needs to be hopeful and bright and colorful and all that stuff, sort of stuff and everything. It, the way he explained it was absolutely perfect.
0: I trust Vaughn, too, because obviously he's no stranger to the superhero genre, and he's rescued flagging projects before.
1: Yeah. The, the only thing, though, is I hope... But if that that does actually happen, he is also the writer and it's not someone else writing it. Mm -hmm. Because obviously a director is only good as the script he's given. Yep. So yeah, hopefully they don't, you know, oh, it's going to be written by Zack Snyder. Ah, no.
0: The question then becomes, is it too little too late? superman has man of steel and batman v superman done too much damage to the character can they save the henry cavill superman i think if anyone could do it it would be vaughn yeah
1: definitely they they have done a lot of damage but again like if this was something to distance themselves from that Mm -hmm. from all that all that snyder stuff and everything then definitely i think they could do it
0: Plus, you know, you do have the whole thing, what with him being dead, you could have him come back and be like, wow, it took me needing to die to see clearly I was being horrible before. What was I thinking?
1: See, see, I think they got to do that in Justice League, but not as good. Yeah. Like, they're not going to explain any of that sort of stuff. He's just going to be come, come back and they're going to be like, see, you've got good Superman now, now shut up.
0: Yeah, now shut up about it. But you know what, I will shut up if you give me good Superman, I'll stop complaining. Mm -hmm. i'll say that right here right now for everyone to listen if he's just good superman i'll shut up yeah although it'd be funny too if they just like go the extra mile that's like yeah i died and i talked to pa kent again and he said yeah you should totally have saved those kids in that bus i was being an idiot sorry for giving you bad advice (laughs) then i talked to my mom again and she's like no yes of course use your powers for good and for the benefit of mankind what are you an idiot now here's some apple pie (laughs) Thank <laughs> And, and then who else does he need to talk to? Oh, then he talked to Perry, and Perry's like, of course I love the news and truth above all else. I'm a journalist. <laughs> you know what? I love
1: 1938 now. <laughs>
0: yeah, Great Caesars ghost. 1930 was a great year. Maybe yes. ma- maybe not for me because I'm black in this universe, but, you know, it was pretty good, all things considered. Take,
1: take the day off, Ken. Don't worry about the sports.
0: <laughs> yeah, really. And you know what? I'm moving you from sports to actual journalism. How about that? <laughs> And Lois Lane, you just keep you just keep Loising, I guess. I mean, I guess if we make Superman work, you'll work eventually, too.
1: Yeah, Lois remembers she has a father in the army.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Also, and hey, Jimmy's <laughs> alive now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jimmy, I thought you were dead. I got better. <laughs> also, I'm not a soldier now. I work here at the paper. And I'm also an irascible, spunky kid. Go figure. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that if that movie just turned super hard and just threw out everything else kept all the actors, kept everything else but just did a complete 180 on everything else
1: I, I'd like that but only if they like own up to the fact that the stuff before was terrible And but the thing is I don't think they'll do that
0: no, no, they won't admit defeat they won't admit they were wrong yeah would be fun though, we can dream <laughs> Superman, man, what was I on before? <laughs> You know what I think I need now a fortress of solitude, just a big ice crystal castle. How about that? <laughs> That's what I think I need now so I can put all my super stuff there. And, oh look crypto the super dog I adopted a puppy.
1: Yeah, where did this dog come from? I don't know it's just here now.
0: <laughs> the dog also has powers. yes <laughs> you're not gonna
1: explain it. he just, just has powers.
0: <laughs> the dog can basically do everything I can do, but is also a dog. <laughs> man this movie's so great <laughs> <laughs> is what we would be saying everyone else would be confused we'd be like, yeah, like, yeah. what's going
1: on what's going on <laughs>
0: <laughs> just shut up and enjoy everyone we're getting what we want <laughs> uh, uh, so there you go the possibility of Matthew Vaughn doing Man of Steel I hope he does it but I hope he does it on his terms and I hope you know it's good yeah <laughs> So, from there, everyone, we can move on over to your questions asked by you, the audience. Yeah. So, we got a lot of our favorites here. A lot of the regulars showed up in force as they do. Uh, Amazing Zero asked us, and I'm pretty sure you and I have uh, talked about this before on the show, Matt, but let's talk about it again. Worst job experience?
1: Cool. Where to begin?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I know, right?
1: Um,. Do you want to go first while i just think
0: sure so i have a kind of interesting story i went pretty much entirely from high school to making money on the internet in fact i was still working for a comic book cast while finishing up high school which is interesting to say But uh, there was a little bit in there where I interned for a cable company, which, you know, gave me some experience on that gig because I was thinking of following that career path. And also it gave me some like community service hours, too, because I went to a Catholic high school and you need that to graduate. But uh, I will remember we shot two things, two things that we shot religiously. Uh, City council meetings, which are every bit as exciting as you think they are. Oh, my God. (laughs) Man, when you watch a bunch of 40-year-old people in suits from the community argue about potholes, you think you know boredom. You do not know boredom. One, uh, <laughs> one person we did it with, uh, she was a fainter, and she actually fainted during the thing. And I'm like, man, that's a good way to get out of it. I wish I did that.
1: It's the most exciting thing they had all day.
0: <laughs> it li- you, you joke, but it literally was. That made my small-town paper the next day. <laughs> like the person covering the city council beat was like, you know what, forget everything they talked about about potholes. This is going in the paper. And <laughs> this it is did. breaking news. <laughs> it was breaking news. It literally was. And of course, my mayor was like, you know, don't worry. I've got this because <laughs> he knew the media <laughs> was in the room. <laughs> so I got to look important and everything. That was boring and that sucked. But the worst bit from that probably had to be uh, overtime amateur women's <laughs> curling. at like at like the rec center and it had nothing to do with them being women or i think it just had the fact that curling is not the most exciting sport especially not the exciting sport to film while you're cold and standing on the ice with a huge camera rig it got so bad the guy out in the truck like the guy running the interning session there he was getting so mad because i assume he had stuff to do he probably had a wife and kids he wanted to get back to and it went into like triple overtime he's like i will get out on the ice and i will finish this myself (laughs) <laughs> so we were all going a little nuts on that when i was i was delirious at the end of that we all were <laughs> yeah we were on our feet for like 15 hours filming amateur curling by god Je- jesus <laughs> what uh, what about you matt
1: uh well, my first one was probably i, I was at kind of the same situation as you i was still in school and i was doing like this um it's like a kind of like a like a work experience thing but i was kind of getting paid for it and got a good experience and everything where I was doing um, I was working for like a, a game company Ooh, nice. and, and like yeah they, they picture like you'll come in you'll do all this really cool stuff with computers and video games and you, you'll also get like a I think I got like a cert for an IT or something mm-hmm. um, all that sort of stuff and I'm like yeah yeah that's cool so I, I got to the place and the place was like so hard to get to as well oh. I had to take like a bus and then walk like two kilometers because the bus didn't go any further and it was all uphill and everything and i got there and they basically just told us to sit in the corner and do nothing (laughs) for like the whole time we were there and then every now and then we'd be like they'd be like okay you're gonna do this and it's just like writing stuff in a word processor and like not really doing anything yeah it was it was awful it was terrible uh my second one was actually really recently and there's probably actually gonna be people listening to this who actually know what I'm talking about. Um people I I actually work with still. Uh but we did this uh live stream for a sporting event and one of the cameramen didn't show up. He was late or something, so I said, I'll hop on camera for a little bit. I hopped on camera and was there from Ooh, 10 o'clock in the after ten o'clock in the morning till well after seven Uh o'clock out on the field with a camera and the terrible thing is it rained (laughs) ouch yeah so i'm out there with like a camera with like the cover over it standing in a puddle my shoes are filled with water and i've still got to film the game and it it was awful (laughs) it was awful
0: yikes that sounds that sounds pretty crap
1: yeah, it was fun, though. Like I, I liked like being the cameraman and everything. It's just the rain. If the rain wasn't there, it wouldn't be really bad, but it rained,
0: my, my <laughs> and it cam- rained hard. <laughs> my camera job wasn't bad either. Like We got to cover the parades and everything, which means we basically got in free. That was nice. Yeah. That was definitely on the upside of it. Uh, yeah, so thank you for that one, Zero. That was a good question. Uh, moving on, we got another regular here. Roger asks us, uh, do you think that Netflix Danny Rand is bland also what do you think about a Heroes for Hire series could it still work well Roger to answer that question Matt and I actually talked about our initial thoughts on Iron Fist we covered the first five episodes over on the Kate TV podcast which is over on the weekly pull TWP uh, archive and bonus channel go check that out and I will put a, uh, I'll put a little sticker next to this question because I imagine once Matt and I have seen the whole show we'll talk about it here too
1: yeah i imagine we'll talk about it on cape to the end here in big big thing i imagine
0: yeah i mean it's going to be the biggest thing for a while without any new movies or anything so i'm sure i'm sure by the end of it you'll be sick of us talking about iron fist i'm only five episodes in matt seen the whole thing so definitely roger will be talking about that one in the future yeah now, uh, next up here, we have Braxton, and this is a good question. What Earth 1 series do you want DC to do next, or do you think Earth 1 will start to be pushed aside? Hmm, interesting question. I mean, for me, it should be obvious what one I want for Earth 1. I want Green Arrow. I want a Green Arrow Earth 1. I want to see what they do with that. <laughs> I wouldn't want
1: seeing what they do with Green Arrow. I wouldn't want a Green Lantern one as well.
0: Hmm, that would be interesting. What, what would we do different in those series that they haven't done so far?
1: Hmm, uh...
0: keep, keep in mind, these Earth One books in many ways seem to be kind of like movie pitches a lot of the time, where it's like, okay, here's our pitch for a show. What, what would we do different?
1: Yeah, I, I, I don't really know. I, uh,
0: I totally have a pitch for a Green Arrow origin story type series that goes back and looks at Oliver Queen's life, but I'm sitting on that one because I want to sell that one for money. <laughs> basically, basically, it's I would do Hush, butt with Green Arrow. Oh, cool. That make, sounds pretty cool. Make reference to his entire history, bring in weird characters you don't see anymore. Heck, if we're Earth wanting it, go back even farther in Green Arrow's history. When he, like, first appeared in DC Comics in, like, the f- late 40s, early 50s, he was a history professor. Did you know that?
1: Oh, wow, really?
0: Yeah, he was, like, a history professor of Native American studies. That's why the Arrows. Uh-huh. Surprisingly, he lost that over time. Maybe maybe make reference to that where it's like Oliver Queen. Yeah, I tried to study to be a professor of Native American studies. Then I remembered I was rich. (laughs) So I stopped that. Yeah. That would be fun. Didn't they say they have a Flash one and an Aquaman one coming out very soon?
1: apparently they i don't know what soon is for these people because it's, true, it's usually like years between
0: yeah that wonder woman one was in development for like forever wasn't it and it changed a bunch of writers in between
1: yeah it was in development before like the superman one and the superman one got told three times
0: it's true it really really did okay so moving on from that we have uh maxibon maxi the guy with the flash one he knows which one he is <laughs> uh his question if you guys wanted to make a team book what characters would be on it and what super team would it be i've actually been kicking around this idea with sal from the weekly pull i want a team called the forgotten and i want it to be made up of a bunch of characters who got lost in continuity so i'd have like talent on it because i'm a big booster of talent of course i'd have forerunner on it who was one of those big event characters who they lost and then yep. I put like, uh, well, I guess Superboy Connor can. not He can be on it. He's gone. <laughs> ooh, Ooh, Telos. We can put Telos on it too. He's he's done nothing. He's just yeah. <laughs>
1: just
0: just put all the unsellable losers on it and call the team the Forgotten. Oh, oh, poor Static. Poor Static can be on the Forgotten. <laughs> poor guy.
1: Yeah. What would I do? I'd I'd, hmm. I'd, li- I'd I'd like a team with like Apollo and Midnighter on it.
0: We were we were pitching a, what is it a Lex Luthor Justice League Inc where he runs a Justice League team as a business and he gets some of those guys on it.
1: Oh, that'd be pretty cool. That'd be like a um like a kind of good version of the society or something
0: yes where it's like i'm trying to build a team i want like people who can challenge the other hero so i would be the superman stand in i'd get a or i'd get a midnighter to be my batman stand in i'd get like sinestro because he goes back and forth between being a hero and a villain so he can be my green lantern etc etc
1: yeah that'd be pretty cool
0: cheetah's good now i mean you could basically make it a legion of doom more or less just fill it with anti-heroes and reformed villains yeah That would be my pitch. Also, I think, weren't you pitching me once a Superman family book? Kind of do like what Detective Comics is doing with the Bat family, but have Superman lead a team of related Superman characters so you could have, like, steel on it and all those other people.
1: Yeah, that'd be, like, a really cool book. Yeah, Superman setting up, like, the fortress or something for, like, Mm. his team. Like, he's got, like, the belfry sort of thing.
0: I like that be like hey we have superpowers we should be you know looking to fix more than just you know the problems on earth let's fix space
1: yeah yeah like going out into the sectors and whatnot
0: yeah let's fix time let's you know let's try and fix the stuff that falls through the cracks Mm. yeah you could have you could bring connor on that team too because connor ain't doing nothing (laughs) you could bring a new version of guardian on that team too because apparently guardian is now part of the superman family thanks to the supergirl tv show
1: yeah, he, he's, like, just appeared in the book for some reason.
0: Ooh, a Manhunter and Red Tornado can be on that team, too. They're not doing anything. <laughs> and they're kind of part of the Superman family now because of the TV show. So, yeah, stick stick them on the Superman family.
1: Yeah. I want, since that since that it's actually all finished and everything, I just want, like, Earth 2 society to come back.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, I know, right? That's Matt's team. Bring back this team. i like, hey, bring back the invaders. Can I make that team? <laughs> <laughs> That's a team I want to make. Uh, moving on, we have uh, Yep, That's Me asking us, favorite series coming out of DC Rebirth currently? Again, I'm obvious. Green Arrow, Superman has never been better than it has been right yep. now. I'm sure Matt would agree. Yep. It's an excellent era for it. Batman is super fun. Nightwing is great now that he's back in his own seat. Basically, you know, you can't throw a dart without hitting a great book coming out of DC Rebirth right now.
1: Yeah, they've all been good. I've really been liking like their mini series as well, like their six issue ones, like Death of Hawkman, uh Midnighter and Apollo. They're all really great. The 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 Captain Adam one at the moment's really good.
0: There's pretty much a comic for everybody right now, and that's what I think is awesome about it. Yeah. Uh Rambo asks us yes, the the Rambo.
1: Oh,
0: <laughs> Sylvester Stallone asks, "Hey, do you read any indie comics? And if so, what recommendations do you have, Adrian?" <laughs> I know that's Rocky, and I said Rambo, so he really should have been like, "No, nothing's over." <laughs> but yeah, I'll, I'll let you take this one, Matt, because I think people know what indie I'm going to recommend.
1: I I'm not actually reading really any at the moment i really want to i really want to get into valiant
0: mm-hmm.
1: um but obviously just time and everything and it's like hard. the amount of comics we have to read for reviews and whatnot is is yeah. definitely i need like a long like 20 hour plane ride or something yep.
0: dc and marvel put out a lot of books everybody it's difficult i've uh, i've tried to wet my beak in some indie stuff i of course i'm a big fan of southern bastards and image in fact they just put out the hardcover of the first volume, which is a lot of the stories. That book's on break right now. It's from Jason Aaron. It's a southern fried crime series. I love it to death. I was a big fan of Scalped, which was like Sopranos on an Indian reserve. He had did that one previously. Uh, Oh, Rat Queens. If you love Dungeons and Dragons and raunchy girl humor, you will love Rat Queens. In fact, they actually just took that back recently to a brand new number one, so it's a good jumping on point if you've never read it before. Awesome. Oh, and if you love Tim Seeley and you love slasher horror comedy, check out Hack Slash. He wrote that for years and it was wonderful.
1: Yeah, I, I like, Um, I haven't read like the last probably five or six issues, but I know the series from Rick Miranda, uh, Black Science, is really mm, good.
0: Yeah, you were a big booster of that. Mm, it's a really good series. Uh, moving on, we have Jack Kennedy. Hey, guys, love the show. I was wondering which character or team you would like to see get an ongoing series in rebirth? Well, we already said which Marvel team we would want get an ongoing we 're boosting the invaders coming back. yeah, <laughs> but uh, hmm, but for rebirth, I mean it 's surprising that uh, what is it? The Legion of superheroes doesn 't have anything going yet, but maybe once Supergirl takes off more, maybe they will.
1: It definitely looks like they're sort of building up because they're in Justice League at the moment as well. Um, mm. So, like, they're definitely building up something to do with the Legion. So, they could definitely come back for like a, a mini or like a uh, hopefully an ongoing.
0: Yeah. Well, apparently they are coming back to fight Bugs Bunny in the DC superheroes versus Looney <laughs> Tunes minis that they're doing. So, we will be seeing the Legion, just maybe not in continuity. <laughs> I'm trying to think, they basically have every DC team going now that I wanna read. We've got not one but two Titans teams. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, maybe there's some spillover for young heroes if they ever wanted to do like a young justice again.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean the show's coming back, so maybe they wanna kinda, you know, cash in on that a little bit. Can I can I yeah. get something with the Justice League beyond? We know they exist in continuity now. We visited their universe. Can we get a side thing with them?
1: I wouldn't mind that, especially, like, if it's, like, Rebirth Beyond. Mm-hmm. Like, that, like, that actual, con- not, like, the, the Timverse Beyond. Right. But, like, yeah, the the actual Rebirth one. So, like, an older Superman, Terry McGinnis Batman, and stuff like that.
0: That'd be nice. That'd be very nice. Uh, moving on from there, Shadow Lit NASA's Mr. Oz, Suspects, Theories. This actually ties in very great. I know we said we weren't going to talk about comics this week, but how vindicated did you feel, Matt, about everything you've been saying about superman red and blue and now even what i kind of threw into your theory about fusion happening this week in superman night
1: i I was more smug than i should have been (laughs) Mm, we were
0: all a little smug man Mm, some fans said we should make shirts the comic multiverse was right (laughs) (laughs) make it like those magneto was right shirts but you know make it for our show (laughs) but yeah mr oz theories now I mean, I was not expecting Mixie to be the Doppel-Clark, so now any theories I thought I had about Mr. Oz are kind of out the window at the moment?
1: Yeah, they've kind of, like, thrown a, a wrench into our plans of who it was and everything. But, again, they, that could have been, like, the whole thing, like, oh, everyone thinks it's this character, but it's actually this character now. And, yeah, I, I don't know who it could be. I, I've said it might be, like, pre-Flashpoint Lex Luthor.
0: That thematically would fit.
1: Or, um... Again, I said, like, the Time Trapper, mainly because his costume is very similar to the Time Trapper's.
0: And fits very nicely into what's happening with Nightwing, because they brought back Deathwing, who was a Time Trapper creation. And
1: again, like, that also would, like, make me me saying Superboy Prime is in this universe still real, because Superboy Prime is Time Trapper.
0: Mm Mmm. A lot of places they could go that... I mean obviously Oz could be short for Ozzy Mandeus.
1: That seems too um obvious. Too easy, I agree. Yeah, like it's just shortening the name, like that's really lazy if they did that.
0: <laughs> it's like are you supposed to be the smartest person in the world, Adrian Vite? What are you doing with the lame fake name?
1: I'd love if they actually like did that and it's like, ha, ah, no one would have suspected.
0: It was so <laughs> dumb. <laughs> I, I'm not Ozzy Mandeus. I'm Schmazy Schmamdeus. Yeah, that's me. That's not a real name. You lie. <laughs> I mean, it could it could be anybody, and that's why I think this is such a great comic mystery. And here's the thing: I I have it on good uh, good authority too. You know, from people who were talking about the Mixy thing. Apparently, no one knows uh, who Mr. Oz is, so they're keeping that se- secret airtight under lock and key. I'm still saying it's prime time. Prime it's time. prime time. It's prime time, baby. Superman prime. <laughs> <laughs> no. So thank you for that one, Shadow Litten. Uh, next up, we have Hugh. Most memorable fan experience. I've had a lot of them, and they've been really sweet. I know just recently in Seattle, a dude came and talked to us, and then the next day he brought his wife. So that was really nice.
1: That was cool. I, I actually had one at college I go to, believe it or not. I'm like, I like went in just for like a usual day there. And someone I knew had actually been listening to me since I'd begun and actually knew who I was. And wow. it was it was very strange. I'm like, how did you find me? And they apparently listened to me on the comic book cast.
0: Oh, wow, that's awesome. That's really nice. Yeah. I would say every fan interaction I've been ha- I've had is really nice and really sweet. And that's why if you see me at a con, don't be afraid to tap me on the shoulder and say, hey, I love taking pictures. I love talking it's my thing oh i guess another nice one too from new york uh, a fan came all the way from israel and was like actually a little uh, a little shy around us which i couldn't believe it. i'm like man you don't gotta be shy around me ever
1: no no yeah uh, have, that, have you, have you, that's pretty cool
0: have you heard the things i say into this microphone <laughs> never be shy around me
1: Yeah, people listen to us, and they hear the stuff that comes out of our mouths. I know,
0: right, the things that will forever preclude us from public office, although maybe not, because in this day and age, apparently, you can say any horrible thing into a microphone and still get elected, so whatever. (laughs) Hey, Prime Minister Joel and Matt sound pretty nice, don't they, Matt? (laughs) We're political outsiders, we can change
1: things.
0: (laughs) Starting first, free comic book day, now it's once a month. (laughs) 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 that's our first order of business (laughs) oh god okay moving on Uh, Joaquim asks us uh, what do you even want out of the Watchmen event a new ongoing series a one and done a solo series that's a really good question (laughs) what do we want it
1: it is there's something I've actually not asked myself at all
0: because it is like what's the end game for this like it was such a twist that blew us away for dc rebirth where it's like whoa the watchmen are involved i don't think any of us really asked yeah but where does it go though and that will really be like the make it or break it moment for dc rebirth that's their big change where are they going with it
1: yeah and honestly i have no idea
0: neither do i i think doing a new watchman series would kind of be sacrilege although i'm sure it would make all the money if they started printing a new watchman book it also might make alan more i don't know twist in his cave that he lives in it might
1: make him come out
0: it, it might like, make what, him what are you out? doing with my books yeah that's exactly what he would do but then again it's like they already did that though they already did before Watchmen, where they filled out the origin story we didn't need it but it exists yeah, I,
1: I honestly have no idea what they're going to do. Like, whether it's just going to be, like, they at the end of it, they're just going to go back into their universe, or...
0: Yeah, because, like, that that wouldn't feel right. It's also the problem, too, where it's like, these characters exist to be deconstructions and indictments of the superhero genre if they hang out in the DC universe for too long. Yeah, they
1: they're, they're, like... They're they're pretty much parodies of like the the, yeah. the the superhero archetypes. Yeah. So so like to have them in a in a universe where they're actually superheroes and it's the norm and everything and would be, be kind of weird.
0: Yeah, and we're not supposed to be taking it seriously. Here's the thing, maybe they take a page out of what Juergens and Tomasi are doing with super, Superman right now, maybe they fuse into their DC counterparts. And that's where they'll live.
1: Ooh. That so the, could that could be very interesting.
0: So like Rorschach gets to live on inside the question and Doctor Manhattan gets to live on in some way inside Captain Adam. And then that w-
1: you know, that would actually explain what's going on in the Captain Adam book.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then here's the thing. Then once you have that, spin those characters out into a team of themselves. Don't call them the Watchmen. Call them, like, the Charleston Heroes or something, because that's what they originally were. Or, heck, pa- call... The- Pax Americana. Pax Americana. Or even just call them the Watchmen, but just be like, no, it's a completely different team. It's the DC Watchmen. Yeah. Yeah, that's you could you could do that. You could do that, and you can get away with that, and I think people would enjoy that. Now, they got,
1: now, now that we've done, like, we've got a couple in a row, we've 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 figured out, like, the, the Superman Fuse thing and all that. Yeah. What if this actually happens? If this actually happens, man, we've got to get show shirts that said we're right.
0: Dude, every, <laughs> if that happens, everyone owes us a steak. If that happens, every, everyone listening <laughs> owes us a steak dinner if we're right about this one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, man, there's so many great questions this week. Uh, the Boy Smoot, that's his name, asks, What's your favorite villain and why? Uh, I have so many favorite villains. I dare say many days I like the villains more than I like the heroes. I like Bane. I especially like what they're doing with Bane now where they're making him a destructive force of nature again.
1: Yeah, he, he's actually smashing shit up and everything.
0: He's he's the main character of this newest Batman arc. Like, Batman's the villain. Yeah. Bane's got to stop him. <laughs> And just, like, he, like nothing can stop him, you know? Scarecrow kind of gets him with the uh, fear talk. It's like, why aren't you afraid? And Bane's like, I don't have nightmares. I give nightmares. <laughs> Breaks him. Um, threatens the Riddler, saying, open that door in 30 seconds or I'll go find the puzzler and he'll do it. And I'm like, ouch, take that, Riddler. There's another guy with a similar gimmick to you in this same building. <laughs> what, uh, what about you, Matt? I don't think you've answered this question near as much.
1: I, I, there's so many good villains out there. I, I do like, like, um recently I like Sinestro and, like, what Colin Bunn mm. did with that book he had. I think he, it was amazing what he did. Um,
0: That's a, That actually fits very nicely to a question Generation West asked. So What's your favorite antagonist-turned-trusted ally when they themselves become a protagonist? Sinestro, definitely, and also Loki for that question.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely Loki. Um, But... Yeah, I, I don't know. I I like Doctor Doom. Mm. I do like what they're doing with him, especially. And that's another generation que- uh, West question. He's yep. kind of a hero now. Oh yeah. Um, uh, I I do want to say Lex Luthor, but that's kind of played out. I do like what he's doing at the moment. Again, yeah, uh, he's kind of like a hero, but kind of not.
0: It's it's like saying the Joker. It's too obvious. Yeah. Like, like of yeah. course they're great. They're the best. They're like the progenitors of the genre. mm Hmm most definitely uh here's a good one from gary what's your most anticipated non-comic book slash star wars related movie of the year so man gary's just tying our arms super hard here isn't he (laughs) Uh, i will say that new scorsese movie that's going directly to netflix that's him and De Niro and pacino and pesci and basically all the goodfellas guys again is that coming out this year i think so and i think it's coming right to netflix they paid a ridiculous sum for it awesome that's definitely my did you see the trailer for atomic blonde
1: i did yeah that female john wick
0: <laughs> yeah it's it's basically lady john wick and you know what that's all right with me
1: yeah um i i like that um uh what was it that new edgar wright movie baby driver have you oh, seen the trailer for that no
0: i haven't that's him i saw oh the title baby driver and kept looking away i'm like no nah, i'm good
1: oh my god it looks amazing
0: i'll put that in my queue later watch baby driver her Maybe, <laughs> maybe
1: it looks really good
0: maybe i was so turned off by that animated movie the boss baby where i'm like no nope, nope, no more <laughs> movies with baby in the title that,
1: that did not help it I, I know that i i i'm looking forward to um the new alien movie
0: oh yeah i saw the trailer for that when i went to go see what did i go see when i saw that oh uh logan i saw the trailer for that danny mcbride looks good
1: yeah it looks pretty good
0: looks good basically looks like a do-over of the last alien movie though but that's fine <laughs> looks, like, looks actually
1: done right
0: yeah it looks like they actually kind of know what they're doing and even if it's like that thing where it's like man this was a big expensive alien fan film good we needed one yeah <laughs> you know, can only have so many bad ones in a row now here's a question matt directly for you shaman of animation wants to know what superman run slash stories do you yourself believe to be overlooked or underrated
1: Oh, there's so many everyone everyone i see always says oh it's all-star superman's the best or um they even say
0: like injustice and everything and that's that's not the best superman book that's far from it um, it's, it's about a lot of things actually here's the thing because i've been traveling so much i've actually been able to catch up on uh injustice
1: what, what are you up to
0: part i'm just about to finish year one
1: Oh, okay. Oh, wow, you you still got a long way to go. I
0: still got a long <laughs> way to go, but I'm getting it now. I'm like, oh, okay.
1: Yeah, it's it's good though, isn't it?
0: It is. He just found Luther in the bunker, and it's like, oh, oh, in this world, Luther and Superman are friends, and he's happy to see oh, yeah. Luther.
1: Yeah, yeah, they're friends in this. They they actually he's the one who develops that pill.
0: That's amazing. Where it's like, oh wow, Superman lost everything so much to the point he's actually happy and excited to see Luthor. What a what an interesting yeah. world this is.
1: Yeah and the thing is that Luther's a good guy as well. He's he like actually turns on Superman.
0: It's cool stuff. So yeah, uh, Superman stories that are underrated.
1: Um well speaking of Lex Luthor, like the um the Black Ring arc which was actually the final arc before Flashpoint.
0: Yes, that might um, be important
1: now. Yeah, 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 it might be important. That was a Luther centric arc, which was really great, and they had some great moments near the end when when Luther uses his near godlike powers to find out who Superman is. And he's kind of shocked to see that he's just like some guy who actually had a family <laughs> and wasn't like this green alien who lived in like a an alien fortress or something.
0: And he's disappointed.
1: Yeah, he's disappointed and 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 kind of shocked as well. I, I like that story. Um,
0: disappointed loss is probably my favorite.
1: <laughs> uh, what else is there? There's um, oh uh, up up and away. That's the story mm-hmm. I always champion. It's a really great Jeff Johns Kurt Buisk story, uh, and its sequel. What's the sequel called? Back to Action is really good.
0: You like a you uh, like that Superman Ulysses thing that was also from Johns? Right in an era where I don't think anyone was reading it, but it was really solid. You said.
1: Yeah, that that one was really solid and it, and it's kind of set up everything for rebirth as well because we had Mr. Did. Oz and everything in there and it everything. kind
0: of did. See, Johns was planting the seeds even back then.
1: Yeah, that that was a really good really, one of the one of the few of the new 52 that was actually really good.
0: Yeah, that's good to hear. Oh, I feel like there's some I'm missing. I mean, like there's there's all the cliché ones like you said, uh, All-Star Superman, a Superman for All Seasons, uh up, up and away um yeah i, I feel like earth one earth one yeah i feel like there's some more obvious ones i'm missing right now uh yeah uh, i mean the original like burn man of steel yeah yeah that's a really good book if you <laughs> want to go really old school i mean pretty much everything we know or think we know about the character came from that in a lot of ways it's, it's funny mm-hmm. how many great superman stories or great superman runs are all origin stories
1: It it is, because they've, like, everyone who does an origin story kind of tweaks it a little bit. Like, we have the the Burn Room, we have Birthright, we have uh, Earth-1, Secret Origin.
0: American Alien just recently.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Which I really liked what that did, where, like, every issue was a different era in Superman's life.
1: That was such a good one. I hope we get a sequel to that. That'd be so good.
0: I wonder what the sequel would be. I'm sure Max Landis has a pitch for it. Landis has a pitch for everything.
1: Well, you do exactly like what you did with with the first volume like different eras in superman's life but like now he actually is superman
0: yeah yeah and you could pay reference to all the different like time like the issue one is like a fleischer superman story
1: yeah and then like you go all the way up to more more recent brooding cavil superman
0: yeah you absolutely could do that speaking of time periods in comics this actually dovetails quite nicely from our fan kite man hell yeah who was actually iron ham He's asking us, uh, what is the best time period in comics as far as you're concerned? I think he's talking, like, you know, ages and eras and everything. I mean, I wasn't reading the Bronze Age. I wasn't reading the Silver Age. But I would say everything we kind of know and love comes from the Silver Age in a way. Yeah, well, the, the problem with that is, like, it depends
1: on the character or team. Because, like, exactly. you will know, say so, like, oh, well, you know, Deadpool had his best stuff in the 90s because he's, like, a 90s character. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, like, Superman stuff was, like, the Silver and Golden Age stuff.
0: I mean, I guess the best time in comics for me is either right now because I'm making money off them, or the best <laughs> time in comics for me from was, like, 96 to the end of the, uh, what is it, to the end of uh, One More Day. Like, when I was reading from when I stopped for a bit, then came back in <laughs> professionally. Yeah,
1: like, like those late 2000s, or early 2000s and stuff.
0: Yeah, there's good stuff in the early 2000s. Or, uh, late yeah. in early 2000s, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that. Uh, Jose Rilo asks us, and I, Matt, you and I have actually been kicking around this. Would you ever do a live stream event with fans uh, who have PS4 so they can play along with you in something like Injustice 2 or Overwatch? We're thinking about it. Yeah, I'd, I'd definitely be
1: up for that. I, I know you have PS4, I've got a PS4. Yeah.
0: Too bad you're not it's not. Out.
1: It's not doable. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's like too bad you're not uh, getting Andromeda because that has like a big multiplayer thing. It's like, well, let's test with that. Let's find a game well, that Matt and I both have and take it from there.
1: Well, I might get it if they implore a patch or something right. first up, but yeah. I mean, I guess I we know. could
0: dig out our copies of Injustice uh, 1 and take it from there.
1: Uh, yeah, I've got to find my. I don't actually think I own it, but it's like 10 bucks now, I so... Own,
0: I own the digital copy that they gave to PSN Plus users that uh, had all the DLC and everything, so I'm pretty proud of that. Oh, yeah. Uh, West Bats asks, says, hey, are we going to see Comic Multiverse was right, shirts? Yeah, probably, we're talking about it now. <laughs> uh hhgff i don't know if that's supposed to say something or not but he asks of of all the dc comic movies that are coming out how many do you actually think are gonna get made and he says there's 14 in total now
1: well i know most of the marvel ones will get made because they usually set them up way ahead of time the the, the, the D C stuff we see at the moment is it's already getting shuffled around. Like when they first announced it they had like cyborg movies and none of that's happening at the moment. And now we're getting stuff like Nightwing and which probably won't even happen.
0: Yeah, definitely. I don't think Cyborg is gonna be happening. I would be surprised if Green Lantern happened.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if with Cyborg they, they since they're doing Flash a rewrite, they just put him in that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, shuffle it around try and put them all together yeah those are those are definitely the two i mean everything else is kind of up in the air right now suicide squad 2 maybe harley quinn and the gotham city sirens probably just for merchandising standpoints
1: yeah that hot hot topic crowd
0: yeah the hot topic crowd hey they got money man they got money to spend (laughs) They got money to spend and Hot Topic loves their superheroes right now. There is an excellent Nightwing hoodie I wish I could order from Hot Topic because it's perfect. I saw a bunch of people walking around in Seattle wearing them like, damn it, I want that. (laughs) Uh, So what else do we got going on here? Uh, Here's one. Uh, If you could go back in time and save one superhero movie, which one would it be and why? I mean, I think Man of Steel is the obvious one right now.
1: Yeah, well, if that meant we got a good one, but, like, just going back further, maybe Superman Returns, like, just to add a little bit more action and mm-hmm. stuff into that, and you'd probably have a movie everyone would like, and we'd probably get sequels out of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely a good one. I mean, Fantastic Four was doomed to begin with. I don't trust Fox for it, so I wouldn't try and save Fan Four Stick. No. I mean, maybe... here's Okay, here's the thing. If we're going full Terminator on this one, save Ryan Reynolds' Green Lantern... So that the DC universe would actually, you know, kind of be fixed and kind of go on a different, maybe better, non-Zack Snyder path. But in saving Green Lantern, you doom Deadpool because Ryan Reynolds becomes Green Lantern and not Deadpool.
1: I'd be okay with that.
0: I don't know, man. I really like that Deadpool. (laughs) That's a that's a harsh future. That's do you save the entire (laughs) DC universe or do you save one really funny Deadpool movie?
1: Yeah,
0: that's rough, man. I tell you. Uh, Nerdy Austin, this is a fun one. If you had to fight to the death, who would win? You or Matt?
1: I would. I live in Australia. Every day is a survival.
0: <laughs> Every day is a survival. Nothing can kill Matt. Everything has tried. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's hard to mess with that. If the snakes and the hawks and everything else can't kill Matt, even if I bust out my Krav Maga, even if I bust out my Canadian karate skills, I don't know if I can take them. <laughs> I mean, I mean, life tries to kill Matt every day and doesn't win. What chance do I have? <laughs> uh, next up we have from Krolnar. Uh, what are your and Nat's thoughts on the upcoming Ghost in the Shell movie? I don't have much of an opinion because I was never much of a fan to begin with. I know it's a big touch-tone anime. I know a lot of people have issues with the casting of the live-action one. Uh, I got to talk to Richard Epcar one time, and he was pretty awesome that's about all i think of it (laughs) Uh,
1: i'm i'm a fan of the anime and the manga of it um i'm excited for it. i do see where fans are getting kind of uppity about it um mainly because of like what themes and everything of the show and everything Mm. um but it it looks all right it looks like they're they're at least trying with this movie yeah they're not like they're not like cutting corners where it's just actually going to be your boilerplate action movie with a with a well-known name attached to it it's
0: not avatar it's not aeon flux or anything like that yeah yeah they do actually seem to be trying with this they want it to be a franchise Um, yeah lastly on this one we have spider jaden what are your thoughts on peter parker the spectacular spider-man comic being written by chick sadarsky i'm positive about it Especially now, because, you know, it looks like uh, Slot's kind of putting everything back to the status quo to allow another writer to come in and kind of, you know, take the weight off him. I don't know if you saw this, Matt, but Slot had a bit of a breakdown on the forums recently.
1: I did. Didn't he say, like, like, peter and mary jane are never ever gonna get married and
0: yeah all that sort of stuff oh yeah he he had a bit of a freak out it kind of felt very much like a man who's been overworked a man who's been working on a book for far too long and fans just you know being up his ass constantly
1: Oh, they are. I follow him on Twitter, and the amount of abuse the guy gets—you gotta like, feel sorry for him. It's
0: true. Could he handle it better? Yeah, probably. But at the same time, too, anyone would break under this pressure. Heck, Matt, you and I did two podcasts back to back, and I can barely take the pressure. You know, <laughs> we're comic gonna World- have to go
1: on some tirade on Twitter in a minute.
0: <laughs> the comic multiverse <laughs> verse is never getting back together. You heard it here first. But- <laughs> God damn it, I can't take it anymore. But yeah, I like Zdarsky. Uh, I think he's a funny writer. I think we'll definitely get a funny Spider-Man out of him. I don't know what his dramatic chops are going to be like, but uh, yeah, I'm interested to see what he can do with it.
1: Yeah, same. I'm reading his Star-Lord book at the moment, and it's absolutely incredible what I, he's doing with that character.
0: I jumped in on that now, too, on your recommendation. I only read, uh, what is it, issue issue one so far. But it's been pretty close. Been pretty tight Got so to
1: gotta read the new issue star lord and shocker take an uber to black cat's lair
0: <laughs> that's amazing love it see this is this is my kind of shit that's very much my jam i hope you can bring that to spider-man yeah that's so so much jam so yeah there you go everybody that's that's a show we uh, did some news we answered your questions we had a good time didn't we matt didn't yeah. we have a good time we did we did and now we get to do it all again next week so thank you everyone for listening as always if you want to download this show and carry it around with you head on over to the soundcloud page i try and get these up on time but i'm only human man i'm, <laughs> I'm busy i'm on a different time zone here i'm trying to make it happen i'm trying it's difficult sometimes but you know you can get that there you can also download the newest episode of cape tv you can check that out you can find matt over on
1: uh fortress of solitude
0: yes do that hey have anything special coming out in the next little bit that people can get excited for
1: uh well my iron fist review just went up not too long ago um and i've got some more uh dcu stuff happening i got i got a new part of uh superman in media coming out very soon Uh, i'm gonna i've got two parts of that left so i'm gonna try and space them out a little bit
0: sounds very good yeah i of course have all sorts of videos and reviews and podcasts and everything else happening on the channel be sure to check those out and until next time everyone i bid you good day
1: see ya